Hello, Rob. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the 10 Minute Design Chat. Thanks, buddy. Let's talk about urban planning. So today, we're talking about games that encourage you to dust off those blueprints, call in the engineers, and maximise efficiency in the pursuit of building something perfect. Ooh, very nice. Get your hard hats on. (laughs) It could be a village. It could be a town or a city. A hospital? Or what about a theme park, Rob? What do you reckon? Oh, I could definitely see it. Some of my favourite things are theme parks. And we are using the term urban planning slightly loosely here. But the way we kind of defined it earlier is if you can put the word tycoon after it, you can probably get away with talking about it in this episode. Definitely theme parks then. Rollercoaster Tycoon, one of the best games ever. But yeah, hospital tycoon, you can have town tycoon, all great. And in the spirit of towns, let's, you know, when you say urban planning, I'm thinking building a lovely little nook, corner habitat in the new world on the frontier. And before us, there have been many a town planner that have... Um, Let's say, uh, got very creative with the names of their towns. So today, Chris, before we get into it, I'd like to just test your knowledge of some of the best town names I, I have ever seen. <laughs> and and what I, it's really simple. All I want you to do is tell me whether you think this town, this town name is real or made up. Ooh. Does that sound good? Yeah. Get, get your intuitive mind ready because let's kick it off with bacon level. Bacon level. Bacon level, yeah. That sounds like a level on a computer game I really want to play. Um, (laughs) I'm going to have to say true for this one, because I feel like if we're starting off with it, it's got to be. Okay, I'm going to tell you all these at the end. If you're at home, take some notes on this. So, all right, bacon level. So you think you'd like to go to bacon level. Well, what about booger hole? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say that one's an urban myth. Oh, Love it. All right. What about bug tussle? I mean, I want to go to Bug Tussle. Have you seen that game recently that came out, Kabuto Sumo, that's about like, Yes. Yeah. That sounds like the follow-up, Bug Tussle. <laughs> We're going to Bug Tussle. Place your bets. They're betting like ladybirds and stuff. Bug Tussle, would you go? Yeah, definitely. I'd be And there. so is it real? Oh, yeah, it's real. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If it's not, I'm going to be sad, so... Well, hey, this is making a... You know, this is the great joy of urban planning games. The best part is naming whatever you make. So, what about Wet Wang? Oh, well, well, <laughs> yes. I'm going to say yes to that one as yeah. well. Where, where do you think Wet Wang is in the world? Um, it's still a quiet town. I'm going to say it's going to be somewhere really unexpected, like in the Cotswolds or somewhere like that, I reckon. <laughs> all right, well, you'll be happy to know they're all real. Wow. One of the best parts in my mind, I don't know about you, but one of the best parts about urban planning games, and I'd say a lot of games in general where you're building something, whether it's like a a community, is naming it. I really mean that. You know, there's nothing like in Welcome To, you either, like, I love either naming it before I even start playing and trying to then make that that town, that, that little borough, look like the name, or giving it a name afterwards, and some of the creative elements that come up there is so good. But, you know, when you think urban planning, like, what, what mechanics and gameplay elements spring to your mind, Chris? So I think often with these, there's some sort of economy, isn't there? Because you've got to get resources usually or some sort of thing to to build or to organise your your town or village or whatever it is. You don't get those tasty buildings and fun rides for free, Rob. You have to earn them. Yeah, a lot of resource gathering 
uh, or yeah, a high economy, isn't it? Yeah, and also I think the urban planning kind of games lend themselves to things that are spatial. So you know, tile laying games, things like Suburbia come to mind, where you've got hexes that you're you know arranging, and their their position relative to each other can can give you points and take away points. I think that's a really good thematic element about urban planning games is because it is well it's in the title it's urban and planning and there's a lot of um some of the best urban planning games um welcome to is one of my favorites but there's a whole host of them um where the decisions you make early have a an impact that you can only blame yourself for later <laughs> there's a there's a unique there's a unique like shade and freider that you get from other people being like a bit cocky at the beginning of welcome to slamming a number where they shouldn't do and then later on they just they are just their head hand is in their heads and they're just like oh my god i can't do this so yeah i feel like that and like having bonuses off of those is always really nice definitely definitely and i think that uh, games that play on that Another one that comes to mind from a spatial point of view in time play is Sprawlopolis from Button Shy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good example of how you use spatial things and it, it comes into the scoring and it affects other cards, things like that. Um, so yeah, that's definitely part of it. Can you think of any mechanics? Yeah, I think that the, this is less like mechanics, more gameplay, but urban planning games are very rarely fast-paced. You really do sort of take your time to think about it. I'm not saying your turn's long, but you will be... So you have to sort of sit and, and plan. And like with the scoring as well, I think that really good urban planning games benefit from when the scoring sprawl opposites is a really good example of this where they'll say you know roads need to make this long thing or you need to have loads of parks together but they'll tie it together with like your people are going to be happier and you know and it's kind of a lot about that i like games with scoring mechanics where it's about making people happy i also really like games where it's like you can just use almost the happiness of people as a resource yeah. and be like i'm not interested in that right now we're gonna have sewage all in the streets like petrol stations surrounding all the park because that makes us money and like you can people can play those games with different objectives but still win i think that's a huge part like those multiple objectives recently chris you know, we, we talk about Sprawl Opposites is a great example of like a, you know, a sort of 18 card game. We talk about Welcome 2. You can obviously have these as massive table hogs. Um, but recently you donned your hard hat, didn't you? You, you made a little micro uh, urban planning game for a contest. How, how did the urban planning theme sort of guide your design and, and, and sort of how did that go? Yeah, so recently I entered the one card contest on uh, BGG, which as it suggests in the title, the constraint is that you have one poker sized card and one poker size card only and then you can have up to i think it was 14 other components from a pre-specified list um, and i designed a game called waterfront and the idea of that is that it's a dice manipulation game and you and an opponent are trying to build the most spectacular waterfront apartments so on this three by three grid with the middle square as a lake which you can't build on you have to build around it you know plan whether it's better to have a low-lying, sprawling apartment complex, or you want that towering penthouse. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, I remember I, I played this game, and it's it's fantastic, but one of the elements that this kind of brings up is, like, when we think urban planning, you know, you think a town, that's huge. But it doesn't have to be. It could be a district. Like, yours is literally focusing around a, a small pocket around a waterfront, and it's like you've got this area to sort of construct 
this uh the what's going to i guess like in the sense of that what's going to make it sell the best and make the people happiest in that sense and and you know or you could be like i say you'd be machi you're like i'm building a whole city here you know we've got forests and mines and mountains and all this stuff but how like how did you find focusing in on like just like a small part of um an urban planning sort of task I suppose it was both tricky, but it also helped in that I knew I could only fit it onto this card. So I could only focus on a small part. Like I think doing any more than that would be too tricky. And what I knew I wanted um, was the white whale of my game game design has been I've never really made a dice game before. I keep trying and I never have. I've done a roll <laughs> and write, that doesn't count in my head. Um, so mm-hmm. for this, I wanted to have resource collection. I wanted people to have like thematic power-ups and be able to get planning permission for things and you know do these kind of things so i had to think that in there as well i think we managed it in the end um to get that feel of you against the the opponent you know there's conservation squares that you can fight over there's those kind of bits and pieces i found it difficult but also helpful which seems like a contradiction in terms but if you enter a contest with lots of constraints you'll probably figure out what i mean yeah 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 definitely you know it's very daunting to say i'm gonna build a full town builder with happiness and economy and politics and all this sort of stuff and it's like oh my god there's nothing stopping you saying i'm gonna organize everything in a bedroom like that's urban planning yeah (laughs) you know and it could just be that sort of space but bringing that scope down always helps quite a lot yeah you can zoom in or out of the the game as much as you want really and, and then lock it where you feel is the best for your players so rob if someone, say yourself, anybody else, is designing an urban planning game, what do you think are those bits that really feel cathartic and fun that they should focus on? Where should they put their energy into making these kind of games really shine? I think we touched on it a little bit earlier. I think making use of that spatial element is a massive thing that I really enjoy in in all games, really. You know, like Azul as well. You know, that's not an urban planning game, but there's nothing stopping those tiles being houses and construction things, and it's like you just can't have these next to each other. Like, um, but I think that that and and actually making them feel thematic, like having Sprawlopolis does a good example of this, and and there are many other games where it's just like because you've got this greasy thing that lovely parky thing isn't worth as many points and that feels good and it makes sense within the theme um for me i think unfair which is theme park based game it's one of my favorite games of all time i absolutely love it um i really like in that game how you can do things like take out a loan really early on which just loses you victory points that you can't get at the end and it means that you just start off with more money and you can do it at any point and giving people the option to almost start with way more resources but that they have like a minus 40 score um things like that just giving people agency to build the town they want to build so if people say i don't i just want to build it you know the humble way and earn my keep properly then that's great like let them do that and let that be a viable win condition but if someone's just like i just want to be a greedy greedy man that's just got all this oil money behind me and i just want to immediately build all these skyscrapers but i have to make that economy match it i think it's that element of it allowing people to build their own towns or their own whatever it is that's urban and all of them being viable giving people allowing people to almost put their personality on a game i think that that's the stuff that maximizes my fun experience with that definitely and i i would love to see more town building urban planning things set in other countries and other cultures where i don't understand how that kind of you know 
that kind of settlement should be built and actually part of the game is discovering that and working out why that's the case and i think it'd be so cool if people could branch out more and we could start seeing those maybe slightly slightly less generic more interesting kind of towns and villages to be planning I want to see that post-apocalyptic urban planning town where everything's like beaten up camper vans and you're having to weld them together to make a cafeteria and stuff. With that, Chris, I'm going to say goodbye to you and I'll see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk. Thanks very much, Rob. I'll see you at boardgamebud.com. This has been a 10-minute design chat on urban planning. Thanks for listening. And may your game designs tower like the skyscraping penthouse that you see in your mind's eye.